Hi, this is Claude Yancey again here at the 2011 American College of Cardiology meeting and we are discussing on the heart.org trials and PIs. I am delighted that today we have the principal investigator of the RAPS study with us, Steve Frames, who is here from Sunnybrook Health Sciences Center in Toronto, Ontario. So good to have you here. Yeah, nice this is here. a really fascinating concept because it takes what we've known before about conduits for revascularization right. and extended it beyond just using the internal mammary and now looking at a radial interposition graph versus a saphenous vein graph. Even though we may think we intuitively know what to expect, I'd love for you to describe to us what actually happened in the RAPS trial yeah. and how this informs our clinical practice now. Right, well this was a longitudinal study of graft patency and uh, patients were actually recruited from uh, November 96 to um, 2001. So truly longitudinal. It's, yeah, it's longitudinal, yeah. So we present, we had our one-year results uh, that were reported in 04, reporting now results that were supposed to be five-year, but actually they're seven and a half years following uh, their uh, enrollment. And uh, patients had both study graphs, had both a, a vein graph and a radial graph to either the circumflex or the right coronary every patient had both study graphs. It was actually the territory that was randomized rather than uh, the patient that was randomized. Uh, one year, uh, we found that graft occlusion was better, or graft occlusion was reduced in the radial iris compared to vein grafts, and now we've extended our findings to seven and a half years, and the difference is increasing, and the results are more confirming. Steve, confirm give us the numbers. I mean, I took a look, and I don't want to take your thunder here, but the numbers are kind of interesting. Numbers are good, yeah. It's approximately 19% uh, versus 12% for so-called perfect perfect patency. We call these graphs with Timmy 3 flow, mm -hmm. and about 18% versus 9% for any graft occlusion, so about a 50% risk reduction. Well, you know, the beauty of that is that we are talking about truly longitudinal data, seven and a half mm -hmm. years. I mean, this is clinically important because what it means is that if for some reason the mammary is not available or it's a tretic and we have to consider some other conduit, we still have a better option than a saphenous vein graph yeah. and we can anticipate legitimate long-term patency in patients who receive the radial artery interposition. Now, one of the things we learned about the mammaries was that up front in that first 30 days, 60 days, there was some loss of the graft. Did you see that in the RAPS study, in the RAP study? Well, our first uh, angiographic result was at one year, not at one month, so we may have missed something there. Um, you mentioned mammary arteries, although uh, all these patients had triple vessel disease and, and basically everyone had a mammary artery to the LAD as well as um, uh, study vein grafts to their right and circumflex territory. So we did, uh, we have descriptive uh, results for the, the LEMA and uh, basically the uh, uh, LEMA results were about 30% better than the radial. So the radial wasn't exactly the same as a, a LEMA, but it was much closer to a LEMA than a vein graft. So we do have a hierarchy based on yeah, the data. Yeah. We have the LEMA, then we have the radial, and we have a saphenous vein graft. I think that's the best way to, to think about it. And I think if we're talking about patients that truly need multiple conduits for a severe burden of coronary disease, you really are giving us some insight. What do you think is the take-home message for those that are listening to our discussion today? Yeah. 
Well, we didn't do a lot of subgroup analysis. We Thank did, you. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, which is a good thing. <laughs> but uh, one thing that was an important message from our, our one-year result was the importance of target vessel uh, stenosis severity and outcome. And uh, basically, um, when radial arteries are used to graft a very severely narrowed vessel, the outcome is much better. And we had single-digit occlusion results late when used to graft the most severely diseased vessels. You know, I'm really fascinated with what you've shared with us because it tells us that even for something that we accept as standard of care, bypass surgery, there's still things that we can learn and explore and discover. And I think you really have added something important to what we already understand. I really want to thank you, Steve, yeah. for visiting with us today and sharing your results. This is yet an another presentation from the 2011 American College of Cardiology meeting where we were talking about the most important late-breaking clinical trials. We're delighted to have yet another PI with theheart.org to share these exciting results, and I hope that you'll continue to tune in as we discuss more in this section of trials and PIs. Thank you very much.